How's it going, everybody? Welcome back uh, to Second Chance Podcast. Draven here. Um, bear with me on this episode. We're outside here on the balcony. Um, so we're going with the birds, um, cats, dogs, crickets, you know, whatever else you may hear. Again, you know, we're working on the sound studio. We're getting, uh, we're working to uh, get a room set up for specifically, you know, podcasting itself. But for now, you know, we're sticking to the phone. We're getting it done. Um, tired, stressed. Um, no matter what, we're we're uh, we're out here uh, chasing our dreams, doing doing what we feel like we're supposed to do. Um, so in today's episode, we're gonna talk about uh, you know being thankful, gratitude, um, just how to be happy with what we have and where we're at right now in our life. Um, we're going to talk, uh, you know, of course, a little bit of motion, motivational um, stories on my end, my take on it, what that means um, for me, and hopefully you resonate with that. And obviously, we're going to talk about what the Bible has to say about that, um, go over chapters and scriptures um, that uh, that is in the Bible about being thankful, about gratitude. Um, bear with me here again, you know, outside, um, you know, it's two, two thirty in the morning, tired, we're getting it done. Um, it's been a week or so before we, uh, since the last episode, I had a little bit of hiccup, uh, last time I tried to record it, uh, I remember it said something like I had to like re-upload on my episodes and podcasts, all that, so it was, it was a super weird um, so, you know, I took a little break off family, you know, kind of stress, decomp- uh, you know, de-stress, decompress and, uh, you know, try to just, um, you know, solo praying and, you know, it's a lot, there was definitely a lot of praying the last week. Um, uh, a lot of that's been going on, spending time with friends and family, uh, making the most of today, um, uh, living every day like it's our last, uh, cause one day, you know, it's, it's going to be. Excuse me. Okay. But yeah, so I had to end up uh, re-uploading all of my um, videos. My, uh, you know, an hour or two worth of, almost three, four hours worth of uh, content I had to re-upload. and had to re-analyze. Um, so that took a day or two. Like I said, you know, we were taking some time off. Um, it's always good to uh, decompress, de-stress, and, you know, take that break when it's needed. Um, you know, don't... You know, it's it's not possible to always go, you know, 120%. Sometimes you got to dial it back down to, you know, 90, 80. Because, um, you know, you got to recharge to be able to, to go at that level and to uh, to be at 120 all the time. Um, we're probably at, you know, we're probably at 105, 110 today. Uh, well, you know, tonight, I guess it's a new day past 12. But, you know, we're making it happen. Um, hope everyone has had a blessed week, blessed day. I'm at the end, we'll pray for everyone. I encourage any of the new listeners that have not um, yet um, gave their life over to the Lord and accepted Him um, into your heart as you know, Lord, His Lord, your Lord and Savior, um, and asked Him to come into your heart and to forgive you of your sins, um, because no sin is uh, is beyond uh, you know forgiveness to God. Um, I encourage everyone to watch the first um, episode, this first episode, second part. Um, the second part of the first episode, 
um, that's you know that's how to get started in your journey with the Lord and, uh, and I encourage you to obviously listen to the rest of the episodes as well um, going to kick the listeners back up we're going to start posting a little bit more um, we're going to get it done um, and we're like I said we're just going to nothing's going to be perfect about this podcast outside on a balcony you're going to hear background noises you're going to um, that's been a huge key thing for me to we'll share with you guys real quick don't think anything has to be perfect um you know, if it's your passion, it's what you feel like you were put on this earth to do. It's whether it's a newfound passion or something that you felt like you were uh, supposed to do, something you felt like you were put on this earth to do since you were a little kid. Whatever it is, um, just, you know, just please don't procrastinate. Just get it done. Start with what you got, and you know, sh- you know, share the message with the world. Tell your story. Um, if you're an artist, paint that painting. Um, if you're a singer, sing that song. Start a YouTube channel, record that video, start a podcast, record that podcast. Um, starting a business, start the business. Stop waiting for everything to be perfect because that's never going to happen. Um, key thing with these videos, or not the videos, but the, um, you know, I don't expect that in my business. And that was the hardest thing for me starting out is to not, uh, I just wouldn't start because I would I'd have to check everything off the list. This has to be perfect. This has to be that. This has to be that. And that's held me back for years. Um, it's only when you know I realized, you know, it doesn't have to be. Let me just use what I got now. Get started with what I have now. Let's make it happen. And that's why we're here, two in the morning on a balcony, hearing background noises, probably cats and dogs and crickets. It's a full moon out. Probably a little bit more animals outside. I don't know if that makes a difference or not, but it's a beautiful night out. So it was an even more beautiful day it's been a crazy warm week had some storms um a couple of days ago but all in all you know summer's here just about um i think june 21st is the first day of, uh, of summer but it sure feels like you know if, if you ask me i wish it would be spring all the time um, i'm all for that you know about 60 70 you know maybe 80 some days a little bit of wind chill um no humidity you know and then that's perfect weather um so we're gonna jump right into it um gratitude being thankful um realizing where you're at right now um how good you really have it even though if you're thinking you don't have it that good you do um learning to be comfortable and happy and content with where you're at now while realizing there's more work to be done that you can continue to put in the work and then you continue to put in that work you're going to eventually be where you want to be and just every step you picture like you're climbing up the steps right and each step is a new goal you accomplish um, a new sale with your business a new like you get on your post if you're posting something you just got done painting if you're an artist whatever it is each step um, on the staircase is it's a step towards the end goal uh, and just learn to be content no matter how small that step is no matter how insignificant it is to other people learn to be content thankful um just fill yourself with gratitude you know being happy that you know just i mean i can we can get to the details and the specifics you know because i mean there's people that didn't wake up today there's people not to get depressed or you know or you know getting by sad or anything but they're you know this is not Maybe the most biblical way to say it, but there's literally people who have literally since we started the podcast about 10 minutes in, there's people that literally have, you know, passed away. They're no longer here with us, whether accidental, 
intentional however God decided to, to you know to call them up to him or take them out of this world however nobody knows when our time is up so at the root of all of it for me at least uh, and nobody this is a key thing you know that nobody's going to ever agree with everything that I say especially not when I'm talking like from my own point of view but you know as far as scripture and all this is and that that's you know that's you know it's God word God's words that's his uh, his disciples his followers that's all in the Bible you can't disagree with it if it's written in there to an extent you can um, but I'm gonna say things that people don't agree with um, but that's what this podcast is all about you know um, there's no shortage of amount of people that can hop on a podcast and spread the word of God and we're put through what we're put through in life so we can use those experiences. And then, you know, tell our story to resonate with other people, whether it's our opinions, something we've been through personally, something we've seen other people go through, whatever it is. And for me personally, gratitude and, you know, being thankful with what I have, where I'm at right now, relationships, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, is there, I always tell myself, there are literally people who have not woke up today. They, you know, especially people that, you know, people that die in car crashes, where it's not their fault, people that are murdered, people that are just taken out of this world in the most horrible, cruelest ways, you know, they thought they had tomorrow. They didn't. They didn't, you know, that they were taken. So it's kind of like if if you were constantly, for me at least, the big root of it all, picture it as like a tree, okay, and the, 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 big, the big tree itself, not counting the branches. We'll talk about the branches later. Big tree itself... The whole tree for me is okay. You know, even if even if I'm I'm having a hard, horrible day, right? You know, I don't, I don't, you know, maybe you just got done breaking up with your girlfriend. You just lost your job. You just whatever. You know, you uh, you got an argument with your spouse. You and your kid had an argument. You know, you were ruined on your way to work. Whatever it is, to always realize it could always be worse. And when you say that and you think like that for me, and hopefully someone resonates with it, is when you, you know, when you get mad or frustrated or whatever happens to you, it doesn't take the significance out of how, you know, you know, you have a right to feel your emotions and, you know, be mad and upset. But to linger on it and take it on other people and just be like, oh man, my life sucks. Does it really? Um, because to think it all could always be worse. That's what gets me through it. It could always be worse. And how worse? What's the worst that your life could ever possibly get, right? You're no longer here. You know, you're, you're passed away. You're dead. You're killed. Car accidents, intentionally, unintentionally, murdered, whatever happens. You're kidnapped. You know, you're, I don't know, you drive off a cliff at night, whatever it is. Uh, and that's, that's, you know, pushing it really far. But again, you know, my side of the story, how worse could it really get in that? The only answer to that for me is you could just not be here. You could you could be six feet under as opposed to six feet six feet above. Um, so the big thing for me, um, you know, biblically, obviously, it's you know God puts us through everything. Um, he doesn't put us through anything that He knows we cannot already get through. Um, we do not always have the desired outcome that we want, uh, but God has already wrote the book for our life, um, and we're just you know every single day is a page, and eventually we get to the end of that book, and only He knows when that is. Um, but he, you know, knowing that God doesn't ever put us through anything that he knows we cannot already get through, that is, he has not already seen us get through, um, we just got to stay straight on the path, believing in him. Um, so that's on that end. But on the other end, um, you know, the not not so biblical, non, 
um, you know, kind of, I guess you call it non-Christian way is, um, it's how worse really could this get? I'm depressed. I'm, I'm stressed. I'm, uh, I'm just having a horrible day, but it's not as bad as my brain and other people around me. And that's a big thing. People around you, they will trick you into thinking, oh yeah, it's okay to feel like that. It's okay. And it is okay. But do not linger and sit around and feel sorry for yourself. Because again, God does not put us through anything that he knows that we cannot get through. Um, and you're six feet above ground as, a, as opposed to below. Mothers, fathers, daughters, sons, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters. Since this podcast has started, they you know, probably thousands across the world Millions, probably to a higher number, hundreds of thousands, too high, seems like. Uh, but just, you know, common sense. There, there are people, even since we started the podcast about 13 minutes in here, who have passed away and they did not, it was unexpected. They're leaving behind families, loved ones. And just to think, you know, maybe they spent their last day hating themselves, what happened to them, people around them, are they loud, what happened to them, what someone said, what someone did. You know, they got broken up with, they're going through a divorce, they got rear-ended. I just can't think of a worse way to live your last day than to sit there and brood and feel sorry for yourself. Um, and if you guys knew my story, you know, you would see, you know, it wouldn't make sense for me to be this this, this hyped up, this... Um, this positive and this, you know, able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. If you guys knew the whole story, I mean, maybe one day that'll come. I don't know. Um, the future's unexpected. Um, nobody knows what's going to happen. You know, thirty seconds from now, a second from now, nobody knows. Only God does. Like I said, he's he's wrote a book. That book is all our lives. Uh, I mean, you know, each day is you know that a page in that book turning, and eventually, that book ends. And then that's the time he calls us home, um, back to him. Um, but yeah, I can't think of any other worse way to live your last day um, than to not be thankful and realize how good you still have it um, and to linger on how just how bad everything is. Oh man, this is wrong. This, is, this isn't right. This sucks. I got this, but now I want this. So that that makes what I do have suck. You know, it makes it not as good because it ain't what I want. Like that's like I just can't think of a worse way to live in just knowing that there are people that pass away every single day unintentionally, and some of them live their last day like that. That personally is my motivation to not sit and dwell and linger and think of all the things that are not. You know that I'm not happy with. Instead, I I will I will force myself again the gratitude journal, waking up, meditating, praying. I pray. I mean, like it's nobody's business. Mid conversation, I'll be talking to someone, and a thought will pop up in my head, something that you know just doesn't allow me to focus on the combo and having. And I'm like, all right, look, I gotta go. I'll go. I'll ask to go to the bathroom, um, not to make it too awkward. I'll also go to the bathroom, and I will literally pray in the bathroom. I don't use the bathroom, but it's like that. Okay, um, just to to stay in that mindset of okay, sure this sucks. This is really hard. Um, man, it's just been a horrible day. 
So I go and pray, God, I need you. And I talk to him about it. And instantly, I feel better. And I do that multiple times a day. Probably 20 times one day this past week. Um, because it's it's normal to still feel those emotions. To, to, but to dwell and to take that out of everyone around you like it's their fault. Um, to, man, to be like... To, and even... Um, I'm guilty of it, and some people are as well. It's just, it's normal. Believe it or not, your brain is like, okay, man, you know, they have what I want, so I'm going to not like them because they have it. I'm like, no, like, be friends with that person. Um, and it's just like, the, you know, just knowing that I could be six feet below as opposed to where I am now, no matter how bad my life is, I have running water. I have shoes on my feet. I have... Family, friends, loved ones have a beautiful, healthy, perfect baby girl. Despite, you know, not being able to see her as much as I want. Um, I have felt love. I have felt safety. I have felt significance. I matter. People need me. People love and care about me. And flip the switch. There are people, whether it's third world countries or someone that lives next door to you. Because they can't pay their bill and their electricity goes out. Um, say their water goes out. You have running water. But maybe you know you had a bad day at work so your life sucks, right? No, it doesn't. Because the people next to you, they would kill to have had the day that you had. But just with some running water. So there was always someone that wants what you have. That would quite literally possibly kill you know that's an exaggeration you, you take what I take what you want from that you know obviously there's people that want what you have so bad but your life sucks right running water you got clothes you got a running car no matter if it's a beat up 1990 Camry but you want the you want the 2021 Camry man so the car you have now sucks your life sucks you hate driving it to and from work people see you in it there's people riding bikes to and from work that would kill for your 1990 Camry so just be thankful and we're going off on the motivational personal experience and my thoughts and my opinions on an all side here. And we'll jump into the biblical, um, you know, what uh, God has to say about it all, what uh, what the Bible says. And uh, but this podcast is obvious. It's always going to be a mix of both. Some some days more biblical, some days more motivational. Me telling your my side of the story, how God's helped me, what uh, whatever we're talking about, you know, that day, that night, whatever it is. Um, on the podcast, whatever it is that's on my mind to talk to you guys about, I feel like that that's what God has put on my mind to say. And so we're always going to talk about that, um, whether it's in the Bible or whether it's in my own life and my opinions about it all. No one's ever going to always agree. Um, you know, if you if you never want to make, uh, uh, if you never want to be criticized or uh, you always want to be perfect in life, uh, I read a quote somewhere that said, never share your opinion. Um, there's always going to be someone in a negative Nancy, someone, oh, what he says is not right, it's not true. We're all entitled to our different opinions, and that's why people tune into this podcast. I share mine. I give you guys a space to share yours with the emails, the DMs, the follows, um, the comments on posts, uh, reaching out, the even asking questions on the podcast. This is a safe space for people's opinions, whether they're biblically related whether you're Christian or not Christian, if you if you ever want to share a comment, anything, again, DMs, emails, working on the website, things are in motion. This podcast is always going to be my opinions, nothing more. Nothing that I say is, uh, it could be always be right or wrong to you, could agree, you could disagree. 
Um, but it's not set in stone. That's just what God has put the meaning on my heart as to what it's meaning. Whatever we're talking about during the day, um, like forgiveness, we talked about that. That was an hour and a half long, um, you know, an hour long um, session. And we talked a lot about how forgiveness, how that's impacted me and what that had to do with my life. Not so much biblically and, you know, uh, from a Christian standpoint, um, what the Bible has to say about it. And that's what this podcast is always going to be about. So for me, you know, always knowing that, man, it could always be worse. Always. And that is something that has got me in a lot of trouble. Uh, we'll say trouble just, you know, because what I'm currently dealing with in this situation now, court dates, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, just a nightmare, okay? But again, I, I remind myself it could always be worse. I'm, uh, and I'm the kind of person I could quite literally chop my arm off. Um, you know, obviously accidentally, say an accident, I'm working on my car or something and car falls off the jack, my arm gets chopped off. Okay. Sure. Something that severe, something like that. It's, it sucks. You know, at the time you couldn't think of any other way to make that day any worse. But I would probably go to the hospital screaming, crying. Obviously, they dope me up on some pain meds, whatever. And eventually the pain would subside. I would pray. God would, you know, heal me from it. Um, you know, it'd be nice if I grow back a new arm, you know, if I was a starfish or something. <laughs> but, you know, you guys get the point that I'm the kind of person I always have been. But where I have, we'll talk a little bit later, you know, after this, you know, where I've, I have, you know, what the mistake has been with that with me always being this kind of person. Um, so I could quite literally lose my arm, have it chopped off, just be one arm in it. You know, doctor says, me, look, you know, you lost your arm, we had to amputate it. Or he was going to lose, you know, he's going to bleed out, he's going to die. So, my, I mean, I'll walk out of the hospital one arm, right? Okay, I would, you know, it's okay. Um, and the level of severity of how uh, how bad things are really that happen to you in your life is all based on your opinion, personal experiences, your past, how you grew up and you've seen other people react to those situations. Um, you know, you stubbing your toe and your toe bleeding or you, or you breaking your nail if you're a female, that's not going to be as severe to you as if you grew up and you, know, you watched your mom always, you know, complain and scream and yell whenever she stubbed her toe, broke a nail. You get what I mean? It's like you know the level of severity and how bad something is that happens to you in your life. How how bad we perceive that as negative as opposed to positive is all based on our perceptions of how we grew up, our opinions that other people have instilled in us from birth all the way up to your know, adulthood. Um, and so, you know, obviously, you know, say so back to the example, if you know you. You lose your arm, right? That's that's pretty severe. I mean, no matter who you are, you know. Again, unless you're a starfish and you just grow that right back, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty severe. You know, I'd say anybody would be mad and upset. But I promise you, I've always been the kind of person uh, to. I would remind myself. I would think of. I would force myself quite literally through the through the help of a lot of prayer, the church, surrounding myself with like-minded people. Um, and that's so big, so big. You cannot be this kind of person and surround yourself with people who always see everything as negative, man. Man, yeah, my life sucks, man. And, you know, you look at them and they're wearing $400 sneakers and, you know, $60 designer, sh you know, shirts and pants, $300 pants, and they drive a, you know, uh, 2019 lifted truck. But their life sucks, right? So you, you can't be the kind of person who always sees the good and everything um, and be around Debbie Downers. That's super important, Okay. People that, some people are just always negative. Try to help them as much as you can, but you are, 
like the people you hang around with. Um, the, the five most people you hang around with, you, you become like them. Um, you can try not to all you want. The saying goes, you know, me personally, you want to stay broke the rest of your life, hang around broke people. You want to continue to sin. You want to continue to, uh, you know, go in and out of jail, hang around people that uh, God is not a part of their life. And, you know, just you will slowly become like them. Okay, if you hang around broke people, you're going to be broke. Hang around people that are negative, you're going to be negative. Whether you, 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 you hang around someone who talks a certain way, or maybe they cuss a lot, maybe they talk um, a lot of uh, negative, they say a lot of negative things about their friends or family, you will slowly start to pick up on those people um, because that's how your brain works, right? You, you become like who you hang around with. Um, so super, super important, stay away from the Debbie Downers, pray for them, invite them to church, you know, read scripture to them if you can, if they're willing to listen. Um, but stay away from them. Limit your those people's access to your life, because um, to them everything is always going to suck. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. You're never going to be able to tell them, look, yeah, how you're feeling now may suck. You may have lost your job, but and it's when you say but that they always say, oh well, you know what, blah blah blah. What I'm, what you're not getting, it. you don't get it. And so what they do is, you know, they stop talking to you, and they run along to someone who is also a Debbie Downer or someone that will disagree with them. Yeah, you're right. That does suck. That's horrible. Um, and maybe, you know, that, personally, that that is also where I've, back to the mistake side of how I've always been this kind of person, always forces myself to see the ne- the positive instead of the negative. So I could quite literally lose my arm. I'd come out of the hospital, right? Um, maybe I'm out in, you know, a week, a month. I'd imagine it'd be a pretty long time if you just got your arm amputated. Um, no matter how long or short that recovery, I would eventually always have and always will. Um no matter how depressed I am, no matter how many times I stay up late at night and cry myself to sleep, um, we've all been there, right? Um, but thank God for getting us out of those situations and putting us through that so we can grow and become stronger um, and who he's always meant us to be. Um, so I quite literally lose my arm. I would get out of the hospital. I'm like, man, you know, got one arm. It always kind of sucks. But, keyword but, there's a, you know, there's, it's okay to acknowledge the negatives, but do not sit and dwell on them. Don't. Because nobody wants to hang around someone who's always complaining about something. Always. It's just not. You're not a fun person to be around. You're just not. I mean, I wouldn't want to hang out with you. And I don't know personally people who would. Unless they're just like you. And then that's that's just that's a toxic friend group. Um, and I'm praying for you. And, you know, see a counselor. Listen to this episode three times if you have to. Um, because that's, that's no way to live. Um, I have had to distance myself from people that I've cared a tremendous amount about because they were these kind of people. You know, no matter how good they really had it, they could all see nothing but the negative, what they don't have. And that's no way to live. That's no way to surround yourself with the people because you got options. You're not stuck where you are. No matter how much it may feel like it, help is there. You're loved, you're wanted, you're needed. And there are plenty of other options, I'm sure, because you're an amazing person to make other friends. Surround yourself with people that think like you, act like you, and are ultimately the people you aspire to be at the end of the day. Um, so I would come out of the hospital right with um, with the one arm. But I would be thinking, man, this sucks. But I'd be like, look, you know, this is cool. Um, one, I would be thinking, look, let me share my story to the world. This, this is going to help and motivate and inspire other people. Boom, positive. All right, negatives aren't even in play right now. I've already brooded over it. I've already, look, I'm upset. I'm sad. Look, you know, I can't, 
I gotta wash dishes with one hand now. Like I can't, you know, uh, I can't search for the TV remote as fast enough. Um, I can't move the couch cushions up and down because I got one arm, right? Maybe I can use my feet now a little bit more. Uh, so there, boom, one positive. I can share my story with the world. Uh, two, I still got one arm. Okay, there's people out there that were born with no arms. So how bad is my life really? I still got both legs. There are soldiers that gave the ultimate sacrifice that are still alive but have stepped on IEDs, IUDs. Apologies for any of the veterans or military listening. I'm not too specific or not, not sorry, not too, uh, I think it's IUDs um, or IEDs. Uh, <laughs> okay, maybe it's it's IEDs, all right? Um, I don't play a lot of, uh, you know, I don't have military family too much, um, at least not uh, that I talk to. But you guys get the point. They step on explosives. These military people who have gave the ultimate sacrifice to allow us our freedom. God bless them all. Praying for them every single day. We all should. They step on these explosives and they lose both legs. Both legs. Do you not think that they would gladly give one of their arms so they could have both their legs back? Yes. So here I am, just with one arm missing. When there's people out there that are born with no arms, and people that are even born with no legs, and people that were born with it all but lost it all. So how bad is my life really? How bad does having one arm really suck? Not so much. And you got to always be able to see both sides, okay? It sucks. i got one arm. But does it really? Let me, and again, it goes back to you know, Christian being us as Christians, we all should realize that no, God does not put us for anything that was not meant to happen in our life. Whether, no matter how negative or bad, whatever it is that happened to us or what we're going through, God puts us through any and everything that He already knows and He's already seen us get through. So God already seen that happening, me losing my arm. And you think he wants me to come out of that upset? Because we have free choice, right? Free, free, free to do what we want, feel what we want, talk to what we want. God gives us those options. He's, it's not like we're robots and he programs us. No, like we have to choose to live the life he wants us to live. And part of that as Christians, and we, we have to realize, okay, so back to our story, made up story, obviously. I got both arms. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, thankfully, again. But if I have one arm, I'd still be thankful. And again, we'd be seeing, I'd be, I'm just always someone, no matter what, how bad things happen to me. And I could tell you a million different stories. Uh, we're about the half hour mark here. We're going to try to jump into these uh, scriptures here and the stories um, about uh, the disciples and the Bible and uh, um, the notes I took down for this episode. But so lost my arm, but guess what? My life, it's not, it's not horrible. Okay. Because. No, I would comfort myself knowing that God's God already from the second that you know he was you know deciding how many hairs to have on my head, how many hairs that were going to be in my nose, the shape of my eyebrows, what eye color I had, how much I was going to weigh when I came out, how tall I was, what what my what my passions, what I felt like I was going to be on the surf to do, what my favorite car was going to be. God knew all that, okay, before before that positive pregnancy test even came, all right. He already had all that planned out. So me losing my arm, you're going through the troubles you're going through now, your depression, your anger, your heartbreak, you got rented, you lost your car, you lost your job, you're getting divorced. God has already, it's part of his plan. So that personally, 
would give me the most extreme amount of confidence and comfort knowing, okay, God put me through this, but why? He didn't put me through it for me to sit around and dwell and be negative and just, just sit around and hate my life because of it. He put me through it, so one, so I could tell my story to motivate and take it to the world and tell them, look, I got one arm, but guess what? Life is good, all right? So using me again to inspire others, whether that's to lead him, lead them to him or to this inspire and despite to inspire someone to, to put that razor down, to get up out of bed, to go get that job, to inspire someone to get up out of their bedroom and go spend time with their family in the living room, no matter how hard that is because their anxiety is so bad. So knowing that God would not have put me through that, he would not have let me lose my arm if he, if it was not for the greater good. Knowing that he He did that for good, that would give me an extreme amount of comfort I would know and that would just help me more in my gratitude and being positive and seeing the good and the upside. Um, so I would constantly see the good and the upside and I would share that with the world and I would just, I mean, believe it or not, like, look, and the, you know, things similar to losing one arm, and they're, trust me, they're, 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 what I'm going through now, personally, you could have an arm, all right? Make what I'm going through now go away. Take an arm, okay? Um, so, you know, and you, you ain't got to be, um, nothing has to be perfect. Just, just be happy with where you are now. Always see the positives. Acknowledge the negatives, but do not focus on them. Focus on the positives, because that's what's going to get you out of bed. That's what's going to motivate someone else to get out of bed that's what's gonna that's what you know god didn't allow you to go through what you're going through right now or in the past he didn't allow me he wouldn't have allowed me to lose that arm if he did not mean it for the greater good if it was not for the greater good and if he did not already see me being able to come out of it a better person than when i went in into it okay and we're gonna go back to this is a mistake i want no one to make um because me personally always being that kind of person because i grew up in and out of foster care mom would beat me half to death um Love her to death. She's not like that now. People change. Okay? We're not talking, you know, child abuse and all that. Grew up in foster care. Home to home. You know, maybe I had ketchup in the fridge to eat. Uh, you know, some toothpaste to eat. Okay. Acknowledging how bad it was then. You know, growing up, it was because what made me the kind of person to where I've always force myself to see the positives growing up how I grew up. And I'm not alone, right? There's plenty, plenty of people that had a way worse than I did growing up. And that's what got me through. Okay, so so what my mom beat me growing up? I would I would tell myself this when I would, you know, be sitting in the shed contemplating suicide, writing out the suicide notes or the letters. Hey mom, can't take it anymore. Bye. Okay. But what got me through, what got me to stop writing on those letters was I acknowledged God touched me, came down, whatever you ever want to call it. I said, you know what? At least I got them all. Okay. Yeah. You know, the crazy is, you know, I, I, and it's like, you know, oh, poor you, poor Drave. And like, no, I don't feel sorry for me. Okay. And that's nothing. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Okay. Because again, God puts you through it. He's putting you through it so you can grow through it and become a better person at the end of it. And I knew that. I acknowledged it. Well, growing up, my mom beats me, so what? I, I got a mom. Other people don't. There's other people out there that would kill to have a mom, whether she was a little bit abusive or not. 
I thought to myself, maybe that's the only way my mom knows how to show me love. I thought to myself, I got brothers and sisters to live for. There's people out there that ain't got brothers and sisters. Okay, so what if I only got ketchup in the fridge to eat? There's people out there that ain't got a fridge. And it's just like growing up how I grew up, all the way literally, quite literally to the point where this podcast has started. Nothing has ever been perfect. Nobody's life is ever perfect. The, the Kardashians, their lives aren't perfect. They portray that on social media, but it's not. Okay? There's always things that you could change about your life. It could always be worse. Other people think, vast majority, um, it could always be better. It could. It could. But they focus on that too much. It could always be better. You focus on that. You're like, oh man, so that just makes you think how you are now, where you are where you are now at your job, your relationships, what car you drive, where your house is, how tall you are, how in shape you are, what shoes you have, what pants you wear, your, what your style is, where you live. It just makes where you are now suck. You think with the kind of mentality of things could always be better. Okay. But thing like this, flip the switch, that could always be worse. Always. Always. Think of the worst possible situation, the worst possible thing that could ever happen to anyone. Again, obviously that's death, not being here anymore. That's what gets me through knowing that, hey, I'm alive. Alright? I'm breathing. Fresh air. Okay? Growing up how I grew up all the way to this present moment, that's why I've always been, you know, been in the mentality of Man, you know, and like I would always see it as people complaining. Um, that's mistake number one. Sometimes it's not always people complaining. If they do it over and over again repeatedly and there's always Debbie Downer, distance yourself, talk to them about it. Hey, what you're doing bothers me. If they don't change, cut them off. Pray for them, help them as best you can, but do not let them change. try to change you into them. Always complaining, always negative, and no positives to anything. Oh, feel sorry for me. Like, no, St- step away, back up, take, take. Some distance. Pray for them. Help them as much as you possibly can to help them see how amazing God is and His love and how He wants us all to be thankful and grateful and how we should all be thankful and grateful. But, you know, keep your distance. So me my mistakes I always make with growing up like this and it's very few people I've met that have always agreed and people will agree with you but very few people I've met that have actually been having this kind of mentality. Um, so I would always see friends, family, romantic partners, whatever you were to me um when you would come to me with a problem and some people would just want to be talking right me i'd be like man look you know okay you had a bad day your boss yelled at you wow that's it stop complaining okay at least you got a job and that would hurt a lot of people's feelings because to them they weren't trying to come to me to complain right they were trying to come to me to have someone to vent to that's super important nowadays. And it's, you know, I got friends, family, loved ones, partners, whatever you want to call it. People in your life is so important to have them where you can go to them and just vent. Sometimes you don't always want advice. You don't want solutions. You just want someone you can talk to about your day. So it's not – you're just not bottling up inside. You had a horrible day. And again, what horrible is to one person may not be to another person. So I would always make the mistake of um, – and I'm telling you guys this so you don't make the mistake of it. You, you know, I'm trying to – Teach you how to get into this mentality. Talk to you about my life experience and the Bible has to say about it. And us as Christians, how we should all think, perceive it all. And that God says we should. How God says we should. Being thankful and acknowledging where we are and being content and happy with what we have. Because it could always be worse. I'm telling you guys, 
to learn from my mistakes. Don't make the mistakes I made. So anytime someone comes to you or anytime any, someone came to me, com, you know, to me it was complaining. Okay, look, you know, cool. Yeah, okay. Oh, wow, you was rear-ended. Okay, cool. Your car still runs? Okay, cool. There's people that ain't got a car. And I, I would be the kind of guy that would always unintentionally, most of the time unintentionally, and that's a big key thing. A lot of people nowadays do things unintentionally and people will take it personally and they'll swear up and down you did it on purpose. So unintentionally, I don't think people think I'm this horrible person because I'm not. Unintentionally, I would always try to project onto these people, oh, you know, stop complaining. When really they were just trying to talk to me and vent. Um, I would tell them, well, basically just be quiet. I don't want to hear it. Um, you was rear-ended. Your car still runs. Okay, there's people out there that ain't got a car. And it's 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 good it's good to think like that. Me personally, I can handle it. I can handle that level of self-criticism, that level of, hey, stop being a crybaby. Feel your emotions. Realize that they suck, but it could always be worse. So how you're feeling now doesn't matter. That's my opinion on all, but I do not suggest to go that way with people. Definitely not strangers. Definitely not you know, family. They'll know you. They'll understand you. They'll love you no matter what. But do not go that way with romantic partners, uh, new friendships, old friendships. Just any way at all. If someone comes to you and they're telling you about your day, um, the mistake I would always make is... Someone had a hard day, no matter what it was. They got re-ended. They lost their bumper. They lost their credit card. Whatever it is, I would always, because again, how I grew up, and how you know, pretty here lately, how every every day to day life is, um, I would always try to get that person to stop talking or to help. Them. I would unintentionally, I would always end up making the person somehow feel that what happened to them whatever they're going through, how they're feeling. It doesn't matter because there are people out there that feel worse. There's people out there that always had it worse. Oh, you lost your job? Okay. Look around. You still got your arms and legs? You still got a fridge you can open up and eat food? And it, it's, it's for me personally, I can handle that level of self-criticism, that level of that thinking, that mentality. But for other people, it's very hard for people to grasp that. And I do not suggest going about that with people because you will hurt a lot of people's feelings. Again, unintentionally. You will hurt family. Um, you will get people to thinking that, oh, he thinks he's better than you know me. It just a lot. Of, you will hurt a lot of people's feelings unintentionally when you don't mean to. It's just it's just how you grew up. You want to try to help these people see from your point of view, and hey, you know, really, to you know, always start it off as you know, my advice or my my opinion. Don't try to shove your way of thinking down your throat. You know, I'm guilty of that. I'd always try to. I would always unintentionally. More often than not, most of the time, I would end up hurting that person's feelings, and then they would eventually never come to me to talk. Um, now, I would always be the person they would come to for solid advice. Hey, this happened. What do you think I should do? Advice? Killed it. All right? I'd always give you better not, not to toot my own horn, my own horn um, but people came to me for advice. You know, More often than not, they came back. But people that would come to me just to talk, just to vent, they stopped doing that. Because I would always run around with the mentality of, look, uh, don't come to me complaining. When really it wasn't that person complaining. Um, and with it being Mental Health Month, Awareness Month, and my last podcast about suicide and depression and mental health, um, I had to go through a lot of that of just wanting someone to talk to 
someone to vent to. I didn't want no solutions. I didn't want no feedback. I just wanted someone that would sit down and talk to me about what things are going on in my head. And I'm so I was so guilty of in the past. And even now, sometimes in the future, I got to you know, kind of smack myself a little bit, pinch myself, and remind myself, look, stop. Okay, they're they're not going to see it as things could always be worse because what's happening to them right now is as worse as it can get. And that was super hard for me to grasp. So always, whenever someone comes to talk to you, be like, look, you know, okay, so are you looking for, and this is huge in relationships. You know, I wish, you know, maybe a, maybe a lot of people um, that I loved, you know, even some I still love, the one I still love would still be here if, if you know, I would think, if I had thought with that mentality. Um, okay, you know, she's not wanting me to diminish how she's feeling right now, unintentionally. Um, but, you know, she took it as that. Family member took it as that. Friend took it as that. You kind of tell them, look, be quiet. I don't want to hear what you're talking about. I don't want to hear about how bad your day was because it'll always be worse. Blah, 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 blah. Go be happy. And that's just not, it's not a snap of a finger kind of thing. It's not. Uh, so do not make that mistake of trying to, you know, shove people down people's throat. Look, get away from me complaining because that's all it is is complaining because your life could always be worse. You know, and again, me thinking of the mentality, look, could always be worse. And to me, the you know, I would always think, saying it could always be worse, what's the worst possible thing you know, that could ever happen is, you know, death. You're alive. Okay, you're breathing fresh air. Your Your heart is still pumping. Um, so please, uh, whenever someone comes to you to talk, um, friends, loved ones, family members, whatever, do, do not make the mistakes that I have made, um, and unintentionally, you know, make them feel like you just plain don't care what it is they have to talk about. You don't care how bad their day was. You don't care that they want to talk to you. They just want someone to vent to. I'm always ask them, and here recently I do it a lot. I'll ask them, look, so you had a rough day. I could see you want to talk. You want to sit down and talk? Let's talk. But do you want to just vent, or do you want me to try to give you solutions and give you my opinions and my take on it all? Um, and more often than not, uh, you know, it's 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 a mistake that I, I wish I'd have never made um, in the past. More often than not, that person just wants someone to talk to. They don't need you to tell them, look, what you're going through isn't, it's not significant because there's people out there that have it worse. They don't need you to tell them, they don't need you to unintentionally make them feel like, hey, look, you know, what you're going through now doesn't matter because it could always be worse. They don't need that. They need someone just literally just to talk to. And take it for someone who locked up for the five months that I was locked up and the only person that, the only people that I had to vent to was myself. Or, you know, the the murderers and carjackers and the robbers that were, you know, already convicted for 30 years. Um, take it for someone that had never, that didn't have someone to talk to for that long. It took a lot of, you know, losing friends, relationships, romantic partners, even families. You know, family, family's blood, they'll never, most of them don't ever leave in your family, family for everything. But a lot of my family, they, they don't come to me anymore. They don't. You know, I have to kind of seek them out if I see they're having a bad day, or you know, I got to let them know. Look, you know, you're having a bad day. Look, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to shove down your throat that what you're going through is not significant. That what you're going through doesn't matter because it could always be worse. Tell me, tell me what you're going through because what you're going through is significant. It does matter, um, and it's huge to you. And that's the key thing. Like it's, 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 it's the worst thing 
to them like ever happened to them. So it's it's a huge thing for them. No matter how insignificant it is to you, sit down and listen to that person. Acknowledge where they're at. You know, touch base with them. They, they, they came to you to talk to you as opposed to everyone else. Anyone else that they could have talked to, they came to talk to you because they trust you. Please respect that trust and don't make the mistake I made and just, you know, let them know, look, here's what I think because you asked them, look, do you want me to vent? Do you want someone to talk to someone to vent to? Comfort them, hug them, let them know you love them, let them know, look, I'm sorry that happened to you. That sucks because to them, even if it doesn't suck to you because to say if what, what made them have a horrible day happened to you, it wouldn't be a big thing to you. It's a huge thing to them. So feel those emotions with them. Let them know, look, I'm here for you. I'm sorry that happened. What can I do to help? And I made that mistake in the past. You know, I may, you know maybe some people listen to them. They make that mistake as well. They do it. Look, um, just look, be quiet. Don't come talk to me complaining. You had a horrible day, blah, blah, blah. No, you didn't because you're still alive. Uh, <laughs> I can handle that level of self-criticism. And that is the level of, you know, that, that's 120%. But these people that are having hard days, loved ones, friends, relationship, romantic partners, whatever it is, your wife, husband, kids, daughter, son, uncle, aunt, brother, whatever it is who's coming to you, me personally, always ask them, look, you had a hard day, let's sit down, let's talk about it. You know, what happened? Or maybe you're already aware of what happened to them throughout the day and they, they got no one else to talk to. They're emotional or you just, you can just tell, you get the vibe from them. Like, look, you know, they need someone to talk to. Sit down with them and be like, look, you know, I'm here. I love you. Tell me what happened. But before we start, I want you to know, look, do you want to just vent, have someone to talk to, someone to listen and, um, you know, be there for you? Or do you want me to offer you solutions and give you my take on how I think about it all? Um, and that, I promise you, is the the night and day difference between whether or not you're going to hurt the, that person's feelings, whether or not they're ever going to come to you again to talk about something. Um and again, yeah, a podcast is full of, you know, me sharing my life advice and just things that I've mistakes I've made in the past. Trying to help people that are letting you know thousands of people that listen to this, trying to help you guys not make that same mistake. Um so yeah, I mean again, yeah, man, I could you know, I could talk uh for hours, you know. But that's that's huge key lessons, yeah, mistakes I made in the past. Don't make that mistake. Let them know, look, I'm here for you. Sorry that happened, what can I do to help? Okay, because a lot of people they just want to come to your event to vent. They they trust you. They don't need you to tell them look what they went through is insignificant. Um, now if you got a friend that you know can handle that kind of you know just pure honesty, what it because honesty what it is to you maybe it's not honest to them. But if you got that friend who you know comes to you and is like look you know I need your advice. And you know you, they're comfortable with you hitting them with what how you really feel about it. Look, what you're going through isn't. It's not as hard as what you think it is because look, here's how much worse it could be. If you got someone that you know again, you sit down and you ask them, are you just looking for someone to vent to? Do you you know I'm here for you. I love you. Tell me what's going on. I'm sorry that happened to you. Look, let's go out to get get ice cream or something. Or do you want? Do you want me to give you solutions and what I really think about it and how what you're going through honestly isn't really that bad because look, here's how it could be worse. Always ask them beforehand. Um, and look, you know, it looks like this episode is going to be a two-part series here. We're about 52 minutes in. Um, so I'll stop rambling on, you know, talking about my life and all that, my experiences, my past and all that. 
Um, and we will jump right into the notes I took about um, what the Bible has to say about gratitude. I'm going over a lot of scriptures. Again, this is going to be probably an hour, hour and a half, maybe tops, two hour. Um, we're at like three in the morning here kind of episode. We're getting it done. And uh, so jumping right into the notes I took about, you know, the gratitude and, you know, just being thankful, um, you know, acknowledging where you're at now um, and being content. Um, so, you know, we all have so much to be grateful for in life each and every day. Um, but, you know, constant life, it always demands, you know, constant life demands struggles, the worries. Um, it, it weighs us down. It, it doesn't allow us to have a heart of thanks. You know, we, we, we forget sometimes, a lot of times, you know, in the midst of every, everything, busyness, stress, depression, heartbreak. Um, you know, we need to pause and give thanks for all that God really does do, what he has done, and what he's continued to do, and what he's yet to do in our lives. So sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's a sacrifice to offer praise and thanks. We don't feel like it. We're struggling. We're weary. We're tired. We ain't slept in weeks. And when we do sleep, it's three hours. Like, I know what it's like. Many people do. Um, so we feel like, you know, we feel like God let us down. We're mad at him. We're upset. We think God's distant. Um, you know, we don't think he's talked to us in a while. When he's all always around us, he's talking to us all the time, showing us signs, um, giving us signs that he's here. Like, and so it's like... We think he's distant, like he's far away. He doesn't really care about what's troubling us. That can be more, um, more true, um, because you know he's there. Talk to him. Let him know what you're going through. Ask, and you shall receive. Um, painful life blows. You know, lots of losses, heartbreak. Someone you thought would never leave left. Um, and when you try to talk to that person, they're they're nowhere to be found. They're they're acting like you don't exist. Um, Despite this person claiming they love you, um, no matter how close you used to be, this person's a stranger now and you don't know why. They just ignore you. So lots of life blows and losses may have sent us spiraling in downward spiral. But what makes the most lasting difference is, you know, what I'm thinking, trying to at least a little bit with the mentality of, you know, wow, we had talked about the first 52 minutes of this podcast, um... We always have a choice every single day to give God thanks. People around us thanks, our boss, whoever, friends, family, loved ones, give them thanks. Um, so with that heart of thanksgiving, we realize that no matter what we face, God doesn't just work to change our situations and help us through our problems. He does a lot more than that. He changes our hearts, has power through hearts of gratitude, and focused minds on Him. He releases the grip our struggles have over us through prayer and him just being there with us and us us helping people see him through us. He's there with us no matter what. We're strengthened by his peace and refueled by his joy. God's word is filled with many reminders of how powerful and vital a thankful, content, and heartful of gratitude can be in this world. So, a couple of verses here. So, We're going to look at Psalms chapter 95, verse 1 through 3. Um, o come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. Enter his gates with thanksgiving 
in his courts with praise. This is Psalms chapter 100, verse 4 through 5. Give thanks to him, bless his name. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. That is Psalms uh, chapter 118, verse 29. Um, I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. That's Psalms 9, um, chapter 9, verse 1. Um, it's a lot of Psalms here. Um, and chapter, look at Psalms chapter 7, verse 17. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord the Most High. Okay, so that's, that's going over the Psalms chapter. And we're going to look at uh, Colossians. Um, Colossians. Um, Let your roots grow down. This is uh, chapter 2, verse 7. Let your roots grow down to him, and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. I love that one. And let, so this is uh, Colossians uh, chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Chad, this is Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. It's going to be really, really hard for you to be thankful and discontent and, you know, just happy with where you are in your life, especially if you're having hard days. Um, if you do not sit down and pray, pray, pray more than you eat, pray more than you brush your teeth, pray more than... To pray about any and everything. If you feel like you need to pray, do what I do. Look, I gotta go to the bathroom. If you gotta go to the bathroom, you know, or if you want, you get down on your knees and pray right in front of that person if that's comfortable. Then do pray, pray so much. It's needed, and it's gonna be really hard for you to have, um, you know, be watchful. Meaning, you know, to me, knowing where you are now, it's not where you want to be, but being content. It's really hard for you to be thankful if you're just going through life and not praying. If you haven't prayed in a month, sit down and pray. I guarantee you'll feel better after. Pray for thankfulness. Pray for God to let you know. Show me signs, God, you're here. Help me be thankful. Say a prayer about, you know, you need God to help you. You need Him to come into you to help you feel thankful. Help you be content. To help you... Whatever it is that's on your mind about you needing to be more thankful, pray to God about it. I guarantee you, I mean, I've never not prayed and not felt better right after. I'll wake up sometimes in the middle of the night after a dream. You know, childish as that sounds, grown man here, you know, surprised, but I'll pray. Okay? Because you, you can never not pray enough. God, you know, is always up, never sleeps, never not there. Pray to him. It's going to make you be a lot more thankful. It's going to be, make it be a lot more easier. We're going to look at uh, James chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Guys, we're hopping in. There's about 50 seconds left. Again, this this thing caps me out at an hour at recording per episode. So we're gonna we're gonna hit record immediately after this ends. We're gonna shoot out a couple more verses here. Um, notes that I wrote down and uh, notes I've taken. You know, 
highlighted in my Bible. Um, and we're going to jump right back into it. Okay, so stay tuned. If this one ends, we'll continue in the next uh, section of this episode. And so we're going to shout this one out and then we'll uh, continue it on. So this is uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse through verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Again, praying, let your requests be made made known. Do not be anxious about anything. Cast it all onto him, and he will help you. He'll take it away. All right, guys, we'll continue. All right, guys, yeah, so again, Kath at the one hour there, kind of ran out there for like an introduction uh, for the next part of the episode. Um, we're just continuing on from the last segment. Again, should be in the same episode. Just click keep continuing to play and it should play along itself um but yeah we're gonna jump back into it. so philippians uh verse or sorry chapter 4 verse 6 do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god so this is saying don't be anxious about anything so you're having a horrible day hard day day sucked no matter what happened do not be anxious about it And supplication with being thankful, thanksgiving, sit down and pray and let those requests be made known to God. We're going to look at Psalms chapter 103, verse 1 through 5. Um, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your inequity who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with the good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. We're going to look at... I always say this wrong. Um, we're going to look at chapter... Um, we're going to look at one... Um, one Thessalonians... Uh, chapter 5, verse 18. We're going to look at, and again, guys, nothing's got to be perfect. I can't pronounce half these chapters, um, but yet here I am getting it done. God's not picky, especially not when it comes to spreading his word and trying to bring people closer to him. Uh, just get started. Stop waiting on everything to be perfect. You know, just start. So give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And ironically, the one I can't pronounce right is the one that uh, kind of hits the nail on the head the most. And ironic, it's give thanks in all circumstances. It's one, in one Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Again, back to the story. If I lost my arm, this would be something that I would be looking for my Bible for. I'd eventually find it. God would make sure of that. That's how he would show me that he's there. I would give thanks in that circumstance for it. Would it's God's will. He meant for it to happen. It happened for a reason, and I know that that reason is good. So that would always help me. That should help you give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It was meant to happen. No matter how hard it is, keep your head up. God's with you every step of the way. He's walking with you on the beach, and he's going to eventually carry you. 
Okay, just keep going. We're going to look at, back at Psalms chapter 107, verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. We're going to look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. Giving thanks always and for everything to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart exalts, and with my song I shall thank Him. Sing to Him. You're at church. We all sing the songs to praise Him, to worship Him. I'm in His house. Sing His holy name. We do, we do that for a reason. That's Psalms chapter 28, verse 7. Um, look at Psalms chapter 69, verse 30. I will praise the name of God with song and shall magnify Him with thanksgiving. Don't just give thanks and be thankful on Thanksgiving. 365, 24, 8. Alright? You know, be thankful. It doesn't have to be a certain day. You don't have to have, be having the most perfect day. Because more often times than not, God tests His strongest warriors. He puts His strongest warriors through the hardest battles. You're going to be tested. You're going to see... He's going to see just how strong your faith and your love is for Him. Don't just be thankful when your day's perfect and things are perfect. Anybody can do that, but very few people can give thanks. Praise God. Pray. Let the request be known. To not be anxious about anything, as in um, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Very few people can do that when things are not going perfect. And that's what this is hopefully episode here is to help you do, because it's the hardest thing. We're going to look at Psalms chapter 136, verse 1 through 5. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him who alone does great wonders, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him by understanding made the heavens, for His steadfast love endures forever. It's a never-ending, always-enduring love. And we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 through 29. Um, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship. Let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe for our God. For our God is a consuming fire. And again, 2 Corinthians um, chapter 9, verse 15. This one to me resonates with me and it makes, you know, I feel like they're talking about life in general. Thank to, thanks be to God for His inexpressible gift, the gift of life. You're alive, you're breathing. You know, lots of people, they're not anymore. Intentionally, unintentionally. Sometimes horrible things happen to good people and they'd love to take your spot. I promise you, they would. So be thankful to God for His inexpressible gift. You're alive, you're healthy, you're happy. You got one arm, okay, you got your legs. You got no legs, okay, you got your arms. Please try, even in the tiniest amount, at the end when we say our prayer, say another prayer when we get off and ask God to help you be more thankful and thank Him just for being alive, being six feet above as opposed to six feet below. We're going to look at um, Revelation chapter 11, verse 17 here. 
Um, we give thanks to you, Lord, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. We're going to look again at um, Revelation chapter, chapter 7, verse 12. Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. So, that's that covers that section there for, you know, a bunch of the being grateful. Hopefully reading over some of that has helped you guys. Um, see how the Bible talks a lot about being grateful. We should give thanks. Let our requests be made known to God. If we're not thankful, we're not having the best days. The best days we had a horrible day. Let it, let it be known. Let him know. Um, let's see here. Going over some more notes. We So what what's in summary, <clears throat> in summary all of that, it's, having a grateful heart it gets big thing is it gets us it gets our eyes off of ourselves it helps us to focus back on god it reminds us we're not in control but that we serve a mighty god who is it keeps us in a place of humility and dependency on him as we recognize how much we need him we need him no matter what no matter how good or bad things are we always need him just keep them a part of our lives. It helps us to recognize we have so much to be thankful for. Even all the little things. Little things. Again, you're alive. Your heart's pumping. Again, you know, that's that's the root of it all for me. That's the big tree. The branches, you know, the tree and the branches can be whatever it is you guys want it to be. Um, but for me at least. And hopefully me sharing that story with you and my experiences, my mistakes, and trying to get you guys to hopefully not make those mistakes. Hopefully that helped you in that first 52 minutes of this podcast. You know, someone resonates with that because if it's just one person, that's a you know, job done, job finished. That person is going to tell someone else that's going to change their life and so on and so forth. It's a chain reaction. That's what we're here to do, change lives, lead people closer to God and help motivate you to become uh, who you were put on the surf to be um, and to help lead you closer to our Lord Christ. Um, the Lord and Savior. So, so the little things are, you know, things that we forget to thank God for. But they're obviously the biggest because the littlest thing to you that you may not have ever prayed thanking God for is huge to someone else. Think of it that like that. So the littlest things we often forget to thank Him for, most of the time they're the biggest. So most importantly things, most the most important things in this life, it takes our attention off of our problems and helps us to instead reflect on. And helps us instead to reflect on. It's, it's always to, you know, it helps us remember the goodness of his many blessings. Even in hard times, even with one arm, if I had it, I'm still blessed. I acknowledge that, how good you have it. And you know, it reminds us that God is the giver of all good gifts. We were never intended to be fully self-sufficient in life. We need Him. We can't, we can't do it without Him, okay? Made in His image. It's, you know, we're put on this earth to help lead people closer to Him. Um, a grateful heart reminds us that ultimately God is our provider. That all blessings and His gifts, they're all graciously given. Life itself is a gift. It's all graciously given to us by His hand. You know, in a heart of gratitude, it leaves no room for complaining. Truly. It's impossible to be truly thankful and filled with negativity. 
and ungratefulness at the same time. It's impossible. You can't do it. Got to choose one or the other, and I, I hope you choose um, thankful and positivity instead of negativity and being grateful instead of ungrateful. Um, big one here for me, you know, it makes the enemy flee. The forces, you know, the darkness, the devil himself, all the evil in the world, the forces of darkness, they, they can't stand to be around hearts that give thanks and honor God. Our praise, our thanksgiving, it's going to make them flee. They're not going to be able to leech onto us and control our lives as much as they would if we were being negative and, man, life sucks, you know. They're running after you. But it's going to be a lot harder for them to come after us when our praise and thanks and thankfulness, thanksgiving all goes back to God. Um, and we're giving honor to Him. You know, and it opens the door for continued blessings. It invites God's presence. Um, being how He wants us to be thankful, it's inviting Him in even more. And I can't think of a more amazing life than to be as close as you possibly can to God while we're on this earth. Um, our spirits are refreshed and renewed in Him. You know, God loves to give good gifts to His children. We're all children made in His image. He's going to give us gifts, okay? Gift of life. Gift of, you know, find our spouse. Gift of having a beautiful baby girl. Healthy. Beautiful brown eyes. God gives us gifts. He loves to give gifts to his children. Give the gift to him. Lead people closer to him. Live the life the way he wants us to live. Thankful. Give him back. And just being, you know, grateful and positive. So, you know, God, He delights in our thankfulness. He pours out His Spirit in favor over those who give honor and gratitude to Him. Just, just an amazing topic to go over. Amazing to talk about. Um, we're going to jump in some more quotes here. Sorry, not quotes, but some more um, scripture. Into some scenarios, uh, you know, one thing, you know, so, we're going to look at, uh, you know, how the, the psalmist, he thanks God for salvation, you know, in chapter 118 of Psalm, um, the, psalm call, the psalmist calls all the people to give thanks to the Lord. Then he launches his testimony, he launches into a testimony of how God delivered, um, you know, him, her, from disaster. So, Psalm 1, chapter 118, verse 21, I will give you thanks for you answered me, you have become my salvation. Again, you know, in Psalms 119, verse 62, he gives, he thanks God for his laws. So, the psalmist writes this piece um, you know how he's he's proclaiming his dedication to the laws of the Lord. He goes so so far as to say he wakes up in the middle of the night to thank God for his laws. He's so thankful. He wakes up in the middle of the night to thank God for his laws. Um, you know, so that Daniel thanks God for wisdom and power. Um, you know, Daniel is a man of royal blood. He was captured in Judah before Jerusalem was destroyed. He was taken away to Babylon. Um, so Daniel the whole time resolves to be 
um, to be faithful to God and his laws while also striving to see the good of the city he lives in. That's in, um, let's see here. That's in Jeremiah verse 29, uh, chapter, I'm sorry, chapter 29, verse 7. And King, uh, again, you gotta, gotta love it. We're gonna sound this one out here, guys, together. Uh, <laughs> the book of Daniel, King, uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, what a name, um, has a troubling dream. You know, he, he cannot understand it. He demands that the magicians and wise men, of, uh, wise men of Babylon explain it to him. And, you know, nobody can accept Daniel. Um, he understands, you know, because that's a gift. Um, he understands that that wisdom is a gift given to him from God. Um, and look at so in you know Daniel chapter two twenty three verse twenty three I thank and praise you God of my ancestors you have given me wisdom and power you have made known to me what we asked of you you have made known us you have made known to us the dream of the king let's see here so you know Daniel's not only was he's not only given wisdom from God but he's He's a great influence as well. He interprets the king's dream, and he's, you know, because of that, God already had it planned out. Daniel is made the ruler of all Babylon's wise men. You know, and during, during this is, you know, about how the healer helped, uh, the healed, um, man with leprosy, thanks Jesus. So, of course, during the biblical times, you've read the Bible going over it all, and, uh, Especially in chapter Luke, verse or chapter seventeen, verse sixteen, um, you know, leprosy was a serious problem. You know, he was they were cast out. They you know they had to live outside the community. They weren't allowed in. They were seen as unclean. They were out. They were disgraced outcasts. Um, but when ten of these people with leprosy they happen to come upon Jesus, they call out to him for mercy, and Jesus, of course, heals them all. But one thanks him for doing so. And there's a twist, you know, the, the thankful man is a Samaritan. So even after being cleaned, cleansed of his illness, he was still someone that the religious Jews uh, would see as an outsider. Yet, he still comes to Jesus and thanks him. And how he did that is, you know, he threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. And this is, you know, we, we should give thanks because, I mean, Jesus himself gave thanks before meals. Before he fed multitudes of people and then, you know, he announced a new covenant at the Last Supper. Uh, we're going to look at, so this is Matthew verse 15, or sorry, chapter 15, verse 36 through 37. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, and when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples. And they, in turn, to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. This is um, Mark, chapter 14, verse 23, continues. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. So, you know, Jesus is giving thanks for that. You know, that's why we should all pray before our meals, being thankful for that. There's people out there that do not. They don't have cheeseburgers they can throw in the microwave and eat. Um, they're out there, you know, walking three miles to get water buckets on their head and you know if they're lucky on their way back they don't spill that water and have to go all the way back they don't have microwaves 
convenience of going to the store and getting a cheeseburger. Um, so be thankful for your meals. Get thanks before you eat. Um, and pray together as a family if you can. Um, thanking God for all of that. Okay, let's see here. Okay, you know, Jesus in chapter, in John chapter 11, verse 41 through 42, Jesus thanks God to demonstrate his authority. Um, even Jesus himself, knowing God is all high, mighty power, he's giving thanks to him. Um, so right before Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, Jesus thanks God for hearing him. Right before raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus thanks God for hearing him. You know, and of course, he, he most likely says it for the benefit of those watching the miracle take place to let them know to give thanks to God no matter what, no matter who you are. Even Jesus, Jesus himself did it. The people should and they can as well. Um, they should. Um, letting them know that God expects that. Um, in chapter, we're going to look at Acts chapter 27, verse 35. You know, Paul gives thanks to God for bread and safety. So Paul's ship, you know, it's about to be wrecked, and everyone aboard knows that. You know, however, Paul, of course, assures everybody, you know, that nobody's going to perish in the accident. He encourages everyone to eat a meal so they have enough energy to swim for short. So before he breaks the bread, about to feed everybody, he thanks God in front of all the passengers and begins to eat. He sh so, of course, his shipmates are all encouraged to eat as well. And again, you know, Acts chapter 27, verse 35 says, you know, Paul himself took some bread and gave them... He gave thanks to God in front of them all. He was thankful. Despite, you know, one, Paul knew Paul knew that, you know, nobody was going to be hurt. Nobody was going to perish in the accident because he knew, you know, this part all part of God's plan. He encouraged, you know, he knew this was going to happen. He's not going to allow us to go through it and not know that we can get through it. We just got to be thankful. So sure enough, you know, he encourages everyone to eat a meal, gets other minds off of it. Because he already knows everything's going to be okay. And he helps ensure that in everyone by praying over the bread and letting everyone know, helping them be prepared and be ready. Because he already knows he, they're going to, everybody's going to get through it. He already knows that. God's allowing them to go through that. It was already planned. And Paul knows that. Um, so, of course, him knowing that, as we all should, we all know this. Um, that's why I'm recording this episode. You know, he knew... Um, he knew nobody was going to perish in the accident, you know. So, encouraging everyone to eat a meal so they have enough energy to swim for shore. This podcast is, you know, trying to make it your guys' meal so everyone has enough energy to get through whatever it is they're going through. To be more thankful, content, and just have to be filled with more gratitude and positivity as opposed to unthankfulness and negativity. Um, Okay, we're going to see here. Paul thanks God. We're going to look at, you know, four things, you know, just, just some things that the Bible tells us to be thankful for. We're going to look at Psalms chapter 136. We may have already talked about this in the last episode, or last hour segment of this episode. Um, but Psalms 136, chapter 1, or for, sorry, verse 1, chapter 136, verse 1, thank God for his goodness. 
he's good and he's done great things for his people. Then, you know, this is the, coming from the writer of Psalm one, chapter one thirty six. Says he hits it hard. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Yeah, we, we did talk about that. Okay, we're gonna look at. You know, thank God for your local church. You know, Paul tells the Colossians to act, toward, to act toward one another in love and unity because Jesus has established peace. And because we are all part of Christ's body, we should be at peace with one another. Paul encourages readers to sing to God from a heart of gratitude and, and to do everything while giving thanks to God. Thanking God where you're at now. So... Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 through 17 let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms hymns hymns and songs from the spirit singing to God with gratitude in your hearts and whatever you do whether in word or deed do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to the God the Father through him Thank God for everything. This is in this is Ephesians chapter five, verse nineteen through twenty. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Again, you know, big reason we sing in church is and we give praise and worship to God. Um, lots of times before we sit down and start on the scripture and talking about that, sing and make music for your heart to the Lord. Twenty, um, twenty, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord. Um, that's verse twenty. Always giving thanks to the God, the Father, for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and again, you know, it's you know, a little side note here. It's important to know that he tells the the Salonian church to thank God in all circumstances, no matter what. You know, even though at that time they were all being persecuted for their faith. Um, so Colossians is a big book. Um, you know, it's mentioned multiple times in chap. You know, in, in the Bible, it's mentioned multiple times in four chapters. Um, Corinthians is mentioned in thirteen chapters. There, um, just going over some quick notes on that. Um, so, all in all, the, the Bible, be thankful. You know, it's important in life in general. Whatever it means for you, be thankful. It'll always be worse. Appreciate everything you do have, because there's people that uh, would quite literally kill for what you do have. They would do anything for it, from something as little as running water all the way to that 1990 beat-up camera you got. Someone riding a bike would kill for that car. Um, so, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about being thankful, and it's it's a trait that all children of God should show. We're all children of God. We're all put on this earth in His image, made in His image. We should all show that. So let's all be thankful. So people around us see us being thankful, knowing that all that, it's, it's coming through us. It's coming through us from God because we give thanks to Him for everything and that helps us be thankful for everything that we do have as opposed to, you know, not so thankful and worried about everything we don't have. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I'm going to hop off here. We're going to say a quick prayer. Um, it's going to be a prayer of gratitude. It's going to be a long prayer. Um, and I just, you know, just hope everyone enjoys this episode, you know, comment on it, you know, got a couple of prayer requests from the last episode, um, 
you know, obviously I'm not going to say those requests out loud, uh, but, you know, you guys are in our prayers. I'm working on a website. I'm working on a studio, working on merch, working on, uh, got a lot going on, guys. And so I just I really appreciate everyone for the love and support. Um, pray for me. I'm not perfect, um, but I know I ain't got to be, and God does not expect me to be. That's why I'm, you know, four in the morning here on the balcony, um, staring up at the full moon, trying to teach everyone why I still can about our Lord, um, but how amazing He is, and you know, just us all being thankful is in giving thanks to Him. Please, you know, give thanks to Him. Be thankful. Be positive. Be give gratitude. Uh, instead of having an attitude about everything. Um, and I just I hope this episode, like I said, it touches one person. Share it with your friends, family. Like, comment. Um, we don't po- I don't post too much on the um, podcast IG. Uh, I'm probably going to get set up some more socials. There's, there's, we're in the very early stages of the podcast, guys, and just being where we're at with it all now is amazing. Um, I just want to let you guys know, you know, I love each and every single one of you. I ain't gotta. I ain't gotta meet you. I ain't gotta know you. I ain't gotta know your name, ethnicity, where you live, or even if you know you've accepted the Lord into your life. I love you either way. God loves you either way. Um, he's accepting. He's waiting for you to run to Him. His arms are open, and you know all you gotta do is just run to Him and hug Him back. Um, I encourage you again. Check out our very first episode, um, the second segment of that episode. If you if you're not sure what to say, what to pray, or how to accept the Lord into your life, um, I encourage everyone. Um, to to let your life be so much more amazing, and you just cast all your worries, your fears, your anger, depression, your suicidal thoughts, your anxiety. Cast it all onto God. He can carry that load. Help Him take that load off of you. And it all starts by accepting into your life, being born again, and asking Him to come into your heart, accepting Him as your Lord and Savior, and uh, forgive you for your sins. There's nothing that you've done that he does not already know. There's nothing you're going to do that he doesn't already know you're going to do. He forgives you for it all. He's going to fill you with peace and joy. Just please, you know, accept him to your life. Take that chance. Um, be thankful. Give thanks. Forgive. Love one another. Live every single day like it's your last. Um, and as long as I possibly can, guys, we're going to keep making these videos whenever I can. Um, you know, I'm not perfect. God doesn't expect me to be. He doesn't expect any of you guys to be. Um, and, and no one could ever possibly love you more than God loves you. Um, so let's all love him back and accept him into our, um, into your life. If you already, if you haven't, if you, if you need, um, I'm going to set up, you know, one-on-one coaching calls here soon. You need, you need me to pray for you. Again, check out the, the emails, uh, in the last, um, podcast description. I'm talking about uh, mental health awareness. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. Check on your friends, guys, even the happy ones. Um, a lot of times, happiness is uh, just a mask. It's a disguise for depression, anxiety. Anyone dealing with depression, and anxiety, anyone that's having a hard time being, you know, for forgive, forgiveful, you know, forgiving. And again, you know, this is the first episode you're listening to. You've been following through on this journey. Please listen to the other episodes. This podcast is for you guys. I'm doing my best. Give me solutions. Give me answers. Give me whatever it is you feel like you need to give me. That's going to help you know, me help you. Whatever it is you want me to talk about next episode, we'll talk about whatever it is I feel God's put on my heart, and we'll talk about whatever it is you, you think I should. Because if it's going to help you at the end of the day, that's what this podcast is for, to help lead you closer to Christ. Follow my passion to do 
one of the things I felt like I was put on this earth to do, to lead people closer to him. Um, this podcast is the biggest way that I can do that now, and so I'm chasing after it. And I, I can't say it enough. I appreciate every single one of you. And uh, please share the podcast. Say this prayer with me, and let's uh, you know listen to this podcast three times if you have to. Um, I'm not perfect. God doesn't expect you to be. No one around you should ever expect you to be. Mistakes are going to be made, but God loves you either way. Um, hope everyone has a blessed day, blessed night, blessed week. Surround yourself with friends and family. Because nobody knows how long how long we got, okay? Only God himself is going to call us all back to the kingdom eventually. And let's just please, um, let's please live our lives to the fullest. Us Christians, let's, let's bring as many people as close to him as we can. Let's live our life the way he wants us to. Bible says we should. You know, it's uh, someone that means a lot to me. You know, I want to say let's let's all make the most of today. Um, shoot me some prayer requests. You know, sh- you check out the personal IG. Shoot me, sh- shoot me some messages there. Everyone knows all those links. We ain't gonna worry about none of that. Um, just please, you're not alone. I'm here for you. These podcast episodes are for you. We're up at four in the morning here, getting it done. Because this is what I feel like I was put on this earth to do. This whole podcast. Me sharing my life experiences. Biblical stories. Passages. Scriptures. Quotes. Whatever it is. Any and everything that I think it is. Coming from a new Christian. Newly saved. Point of view. Whatever God puts on my heart to talk about on the podcast. For the day. For the night. Whenever I get to it. That's what we're going to talk about. But if you guys got anything specific you want me to talk about. you having a hard time. Um, talked to someone recently, you know, over email, and yeah, they lost a family member. They needed someone to pray for them. Um, you know, we hopped on a call and we, uh, we prayed together. That's what it's all about. You know, you're never alone because I'm here for you. God's here for you. And you know, if you, you feel like you feel like you're all alone, say a prayer. You know, ask Him to show you that He's there. Uh, I did it in jail. I felt all alone, and you know, of course, God sent that trustee to me. Um, I, you know, I was, I was in the road for me. I was, that was it. All right, but God sent that trustee to me because um, He knew I needed Him. He knew I needed a sign. I would pray for God to show me He was there. And you know, a lot of times when I look around us hard enough, He's in us in everything we do, everything that's around us, and everyone around us. Um, so just look hard enough, and you'll see Him. You'll see Him in everything. Okay, God loves you. I love you. People around you love you. You're wanted. You're needed. Please chase after your dreams. Live every single day like it's your last, because one day it's gonna be. Okay. Um, say this prayer, guys. We're going to hop off here. Shoot prayer requests, whatever it is. You need to talk. You need to talk to someone. Wanna hop, hop on a Skype call. Shoot me an email. Shoot out the person. You know, Check out the personal IG. Um, whatever it is. We're working on merch, a website. Big things in play here, guys. Got a lot of personal stuff going on. But I'm not letting that stop me from uh, from chasing after this dream as well, okay? Because at the end of the day, um, sometimes all you can do is just make the most of what you got. And, and trust me, you know, I, I practice what I preach and I do my very best every single day to stay strong for you guys because I know at the end of the day, um, I was put on this earth to lead people closer to Christ. It took me over half my life, more than half my life um, to realize that, but it's, uh, I wake up every single day now with purpose. And uh, purpose is to help you guys. And, you know, you know, I can't, I can't express how much, you know, each and every single one of you mean to me. Um, and I don't have to meet you, know your skin color, know where you live, what state, what country, 
your ethnicity or even who or what you believe in to to know that uh, to tell you that you're loved and you're wanted and you're needed and you know you're amazing or do amazing things in life and I'm just so thankful for each and every single one of you. Alright, before I talk all night and uh, you know, just don't get no sleep at all. Um, let's uh, we're gonna just go over this quick prayer of gratitude here. So if you guys would just bow your head with me and just listen. Um, and you know, add to it, pray about whatever you want. And just because the podcast is over doesn't mean you got to stop praying. Okay, it doesn't mean you know. Um, look up other pastors, other preachers on YouTube, wherever. Um, we're gonna branch out to there soon. This podcast is just the beginning. This is you know, as long as I'm alive, as long as I'm breathing, this is a passion that I'm chasing after with everything. Um, you know, again, website, merch, podcast. It's all just the beginning. Okay, we're going to branch out to YouTube, websites, we're going to go on mission trips, missionary, travel the world. Um, we're going to do all that when we are allowed to and, you know, you know things like house arrest and things like that are not keeping us tied down. Um, so we're going to shoot, we're going to go over this quick prayer of gratitude I wrote down here for us. Um, please just bow your heads with me and let's, uh, let's end this podcast on a good note. And uh, please guys, you know, just reach out with the Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm here for you think you're alone you're not reach out to me please email me before you think about doing anything that you can later regret um you're not alone i'm here for you god's here for you people around you love you and you're wanting you're needed and uh you know be thankful forgive and you're just let's all just let's all lead people closer to christ and help people see him through us can't think of any other way i'd rather live my life so dear god Thank you for your amazing power and work in our lives. Thank you for your goodness and for your blessings over us. Thank you that you are able to bring hope through even the toughest of times, strengthening us for your purposes. Thank you for your great love and care, everything you do for us. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you that you are always with us and will never leave us. Thank you for your incredible sacrifice that we, so that we might have freedom and live and life. Forgive us for when we don't thank you enough for who you are, for all that you do, for all that we have, for all that we don't have, for all that you've given, for all that you've done. Help us to set our eyes and our hearts on you afresh. Renew our spirits, God. Help us become more like you. Help people see us through you or see you through us. Fill us with your peace and joy. We love you and we need you. Reach out to every single one of the listeners, God, touch them. Even the ones that do not know you yet, help them know you, show them a sign, and help them encourage to give their lives to you. We give you praise and thanks, for you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. It's, probably, it's one of the longest episodes, an hour and 37 minutes. Uh, I really got to get into the schedule. You know, like I said, we make it work. Um... Running the business throughout the day, dealing with, uh, you know, lawyers, legal things, court, house arrest, the whole nine, all right? Uh, thankful the weather's been nice. It's a full moon out tonight. I'm going to chill, stay on the balcony. I'm going to pray, say a separate prayer. Um, you can never pray enough, guys. Stay stay strong. Keep your head up. Make the most of the day. Live every single day like it's your last. Again, you know, be thankful. Be content. How you have it now could always be worse. If anyone needs to talk at all, hit me up on the personal IG or check out the emails 
um, that are posted in the description of the last podcast. And I will again, you know, just in case, I'll put those emails, personal email and the business email for the podcast. I'll put those in the links. Send your prayer requests there. We'll hop on a Skype call. You need someone to talk to. You need someone. Um, you know, I'll share. I'll share my life experiences. We'll go over passages and Bibles and quotes. Um, we'll do whatever it takes. So, anything I can do to help you feel the love that God has for you, and to help encourage anyone in any, any way, shape, or form, even in the slightest bit, to you know, to give their life over to God. That's what I'm here for. That's what I was put on this earth to do. And I'll do whatever it takes to help um, to help that happen. All right, guys. Draven here signing out. I'm going to hop off here. I love each and every single one of you. God loves you. You're loved. You're wanted. You're needed. You are enough. Make the most of today. And guys, be thankful. Give thanks to God. And um, acknowledge how good you have it. And just please, you know, realize it could always be worse. All right. Peace out, guys. See you in the next episode.